Again, happy second Sunday of Easter, happy Divine Mercy Sunday. There is a tradition in Japanese craftsmanship that is the practice of what is called Kitsurugoi. For those of you who know Japanese, if I'm mispronouncing it, then I apologize. But Kitsurugoi is roughly translated to golden repair. This is a method whereby when a piece of pottery or something breaks, cracks, instead of chucking it, tossing it, it will be taken, joined together, and then those cracks, those places where the pottery has broken, are filled in with gold. The whole idea behind this is that this pottery, having been broken, this thing that happened to whatever piece, it's part of its history. It is something to be commemorated and to to be remembered, not something to disqualify or to render it useless. And I think that this concept, this practice, speaks very beautifully in a way of what mercy is all about. Mercy is more like the practice of kitsurugoi. It does not gloss over the broken parts. It does not say, okay, this is something to be tossed out or ignored. No. It's there. You can't miss it. But what takes the place of that brokenness, what takes the place of that sinfulness, if we but say, I'm sorry, and acknowledge in our hearts that desire to do better, what takes its place is the fullness of the love of God. We see Jesus, for example, in today's gospel passage, we see him appearing most likely in that upper room where they had celebrated the, uh, the Last Supper and where the disciples were at this moment, in that time of history, locked up in that room because of fear. We see Jesus appearing to them with his wounds. He didn't have to, and yet he did. The image of our risen Christ here, we see the wounds marked in there. The Easter candle that we have right here, those grains of incense that are placed right uh, by that cross there, those signify the wounds of Christ. The wounds of Christ. And here's what happens in that upper room. As Jesus appears to them, perhaps what's going through their mind is, ooh, he's going to call us out. Is going to have an account or call us for an account because we betrayed him, because we abandoned him when he most needed us. And yet, what is Jesus' first greeting to them? Peace be with you. He not only says it once, but he says it three times. Or twice in the first time and then the, the second one when he's with Thomas. Three times. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. He brings reconciliation to their hearts. He brings reconciliation to that broken pottery that they really signify. 
broken, with mistakes, mistakes to learn from, certainly from what Jesus understands. His wounds, therefore, are his testimony of what he did for us, of his profound love for us. But his wounds are also a profound testimony for us, saying to us, you will also experience suffering. You will also have your own individual wounds. But those wounds will be filled with the gold of the love of God. With the gold of the love of God. Just that, that practice, like that practice of Kitsurugoi. The wounds fills the person of faith with the love of, and hope that those wounds really signify. And we need those wounds to be able to begin to empathize. As I was saying in one of the videos uh, this uh, week about Doubting Thomas, about what the readings were saying, we need some of those scars to be able to empathize, to be able to see the other person in different eyes, understand the other person and encounter that person with different eyes, dying to ourselves and getting out of ourselves to be able to think of the other first. Something that I say repeatedly. And then we encounter Thomas, doubting Thomas. It's part of his humanity, part of his humanity to doubt. But that is also a testimony to us that we will doubt. And yet I will repeat something that I said yesterday in the homily of Saturday, that doubt is the friend of faith, but the enemy of faith is fear. And countless are the times when angels and even Christ himself says to humanity, to the disciples, to the apostles, be not afraid. Do not be afraid. And let the mercy of God pervade through all the corners of our being, throughout all the corners of who we are in Christ. Even if we are that broken pottery, even if we have so many mistakes, even if we have uh, gone from up where we were feeling like we were connected totally with God and now we are down to where we feel hopeless, helpless, with fear, with doubts. The good thing that you and I have is that we can always have, we can always come to the mercy of Christ. He offers it unreservedly, with no condition. He offers it as an invitation so that we can be taught, we can be transformed, and then we can be sent out to be witnesses of that mercy because that's what we are celebrating today. Not only the mercy of God, but that we are the, the one, the recipients of that mercy without necessarily being worthy of it. And yet he gives it to us generously. May this practice of Kitsurugoi that the Japanese traditions uh, carry out, they practice, teach us something about mercy. Teach us something about the mercy of God. That sometimes that what he, that's what he does with us. And may the wounds that we carry with us, that are born from perhaps even this crisis that we're going through, that later in life we can co come back to this time and say, thank you, Lord, for helping me and for allowing me to go through that. 
because I now see the bigger picture, because I now see the benefits of that time.